I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Try tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Sarah, yay! We're back in to, I was going to say in person, and we're not in person. We're on opposite <laughs> coasts. Uh, on Zoom at the same time. We're on Zoom at the same time, and it feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! The, the, first, the first thing that Sarah said is, your hair got really long. I haven't <laughs> seen no, Sarah. My hair did not get that long in two weeks. It's just I always have it kind of tucked in. You know. I don't know. Yeah, you've gone from bun to ponytail or something. Yeah, know. it just looks longer. It didn't grow like I didn't go from, you know, shoulder length hair to like, you know, five inches more. You're one of those people like I want to see you dressed up sometime. Like you're like if you, you like dressed up, you I bet you're like an absolute stunner. Like what are you saying? I'm not now. I know. That's not what I'm saying. Although actually so funny because it's okay. Because p- people uh I have had people say to me in my life like you would look a lot better if you wore makeup. So I don't want to come across like yeah. Yeah. Who says that? <laughs> I probably shouldn't out them, but I don't. I, I don't want to come across as saying that. I'm just saying that, like you know, we're often like wearing hoodies and hair and po- hair and ponytails and stuff like that, and so yeah. you know, you know, when here's the thing, like when your baseline is moderate schlub, you can only go up from there. Exactly. That it's the <laughs> transformation. It's the it's the. People see you day to day as, you know, just wearing sweatpants and sweatshirt all the time. Like I put on jeans and all of a sudden it's fancy. Yeah. Like you don't have to go far. You're just like, look at Sarah. She's in jeans today. Wow. (laughs) Ben does call them fancy pants. So your jeans. Yeah. Fancy pants. It's a low bar. (laughs) Amazing. I love it. Um. Okay, Sarah. So we did have last week. I we asked people whose excuse was better. Okay, um, who won? And we did have one response. <laughs> I didn't do a poll on the socials oh, okay. or anything. Okay. It was kind of okay. hard to explain. It was sort of like a you yeah, had to be here situation. Yeah, yeah. So fair. like, but the one response was from Jamie. Uh huh. Who said that you won? <laughs> of course. That was obviously. Not the yeah, because you're, but I felt like when I, and he sent it to me in an email, which I thought was amazing. Like he didn't just That's tell adorable. me, he was like, I have a response to your poll and he wrote it in an email. But like, I also, I was like, it wasn't fair because you, because I didn't even know what your, what your reason was. Like I wasn't a fair, it, you could have, you know, anyway. Yeah, that's but true. I accept the outcome. I accept the outcome of the poll yeah. of one person. Um, so I'm going to give you that win, Sarah. Jamie, you are now my favorite. <laughs> favorite that's listener the- right there. Favorite listener. There we go. Actually equal to all of our listeners, all five of them. <laughs> okay. So coming up, the sh- up on the show, we have a feisty swimmer. We have social media awkwardness. Multiple life goals and balancing that. Uh, What else do we have, Sarah? Oh, and the CrossFit Open. The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier, longer. 
When I do my inside tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your inside tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y. All right, Sarah. So before the show, I'm looking on the Feisty Slack channel, and there's a little story from Ellen about swimming, and I think you can tell it better. You'll probably you know the full story. I just was very appalled, and I need to, I need the full story here. So do our listeners. I feel okay. So yeah, Ellen put it in the Slack channel that uh, she had been swimming at Crystal Pool. I'll give the I'll give the details later. But she had been swimming essentially a swimmer. Uh, in her lane grabbed her by the leg and pulled her back um and then when he she was overtaking him and then called her an asshole yeah she got to the ends of the the lane the like finished her lap and he just calls her an asshole okay yeah so that is that's the the story that i get so i want to flesh it out for us please that's the story so <laughs> so okay i happened to because i know it's like Ellen was at Crystal Pool, which is our old downtown 50 meter pool, which is where a lot of like the triathletes train because the other 50 meter pool is like the like, you know, like the national team and stuff are like, it's hard to get lane time basically in that 50 meter pool. So we're all in the old one. And so what happens is, is that you have like lanes, you have like four lanes of like swim club, and then you have um, like four lanes of uh recreational swimmers who typically are like the types of people who have like lived in Victoria forever. There's a lot of retired folks, especially in the morning, you know, who come in and like, they've been swimming like in those lanes forever. Right. And so I think that this person, because I know two other female swimmers who have been grabbed in the same way, pulled back in those lanes in the same time at the same time in the morning and called an asshole. So I'm going to guess that this is the same serial offender on this. Right. And I think what's happening there is that Ellen was swimming in the public lanes, right? And so like typically like the swimmers swim with the swimmers in the group. And then and so it's every time I've known this happening is when one of the swimmers who's typically in the group isn't swimming with the group, then is swimming in the public lane. And like whoever this guy is doesn't know how to like doesn't understand someone overtaking him in the lane. Wow. Yeah. Although you would have thought that by the time it's happened three times, but I, and I'm assuming it's the same person because my, the two other, they're both women. I don't know if that's related or not, but the both, the two other people who I um, know that this happened to were called assholes as well. <laughs> so I'm sort of assuming it's the same guy. And you know, I talked to Ellen about it. Ellen said she kind of just like changed lanes. Did, like she didn't react and just changed lanes. Um, but she did say that she's probably going to put a complaint in the pool, which I thought her. was probably the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, just to put further context, Ellen is the least assholeish person in the world. <laughs> right. She's a total sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, the whole thing is just mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, you have to know. It's funny because you have to, like, that response, even just to, like, move lanes and get on with her swim, right? And to not. Oh, engage, I would have bl- like, probably blown up. I know. I think most people would have, like, yeah blown or up at least him. just be like what yeah <laughs> seriously it's ha- yeah it's happened what did, before what did you just call me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's, it's a weird thing because i got called an asshole one time have you ever been called an asshole i'm sure you think I so it's just like know. a strange it's like a strange name to call so- like i would not i don't think i would call i don't think i would say that i don't know why it's just like not a word i would use especially out loud like i wouldn't look at someone and be like you're an asshole i might be like that person's being an asshole that felt kind of assholey. Yeah, maybe I would. Anyway, one time, <laughs> one time, my dog, my like young, 
pup of a dog while I was teaching her not to jump on people, jumped up on someone in the park. And that person called me an asshole. And I was so taken aback. Like I was in the wrong in that case, which Ellen was not, right? I was like, I'm so sorry. But they just were like, you're an asshole. I'm like, I'm apologizing to you. Like that literally makes me the opposite of an asshole (laughs) right now. Like I'm wrong. I'm sorry that my dog is not trained well enough. And, you know, anyway. um, And yeah, it was just like very, sorry. The whole point of that was, it was like very disconcerting to be called an asshole, especially like when you're not. So like, that's what I felt for Ellen too is it's like wait but I'm not I was just like swimming and overtaking you you know maybe maybe I actually have a bunch of times but because I'm an asshole I'm like yeah I'm an asshole <laughs> they're like I take that <laughs> yeah I take it that's why I can't remember it <laughs> fair comment because <laughs> I can't remember but maybe it's happened so I'm like yeah. Track. yeah it's a I hope she does I'll I'll, I'll follow <laughs> yeah up with she Ellen. needs to she needs if, to if yeah and I think at least one of the other times that this happened and I again I'm making an assumption it's the same person because of the like the language and the way and being pulled backwards too is like like there's not that many people that would actually grab someone by the ankle and pull them back right um so I'm assuming it's the same person uh but... except in a triathlon because <laughs> <laughs> I think that happens a lot <laughs> Maybe he's just a triathlete. He's <laughs> training. He's just practicing his skills. Next I, I would, yeah, I just want to state for the record that is very, very poor form to do that in a triathlon. Please don't, listeners. Like, just swim faster. Swim around somebody. Swim. Just don't pull somebody back. Very. We rude. used to. We used to practice stuff like that, like in our open water swim. Sometimes, like not be like being the pullbacky. <laughs> Because if case it happens to you, so you don't lose your shit or like being swum over, like we would literally practice intent when someone, sometimes it's not even intentional. Yeah. Honestly, like they swim with like, they just like you do a stroke and then you're like essentially hugging someone. <laughs> you're like, oops, like actually like rolling out of those things. We, we practiced those things in open water. Yeah. Cause I think, I think the biggest thing is you don't, you don't want to start freaking out. So if you can get used to the sensation in a friendly environment, then you just don't really respond when it happens in a race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is good practice. Wow. People are getting triathlon tips here. Wow. Triathlon <laughs> tips. <laughs> like, whoa, maybe I should pay attention more often. This could be a very useful podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sarah, I want to hear you uh, you told me before the show you wanted to do something about social media awkwardness, and I would really love to hear what this is. Yeah, this is this is only slightly triathlon related because again, it's related to the pool. Uh, I had to record something for Orca for International Women's Day, and they wanted me to be in like pool setting, you know, cap and goggles, the whole nine yards. Because they're Orca. Um, because yeah it's a swim company um and <laughs> like i can't do that open water right now because it's all snowy still and i'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be super awkward because i don't want to be the person filming myself like at the end of the pool I'm like, i get to the pool thankfully Alyssa Godeski, who's you know the iron women podcast host uh co-host she's swimming in the lane i'm like okay if i can- oh that's yeah that's useful yeah, I'm going to swim. I'm going to go next to her because she's the only person that really would understand right. like my awkwardness right now. Like, <laughs> I feel okay. I feel okay with that. So I sit there and record my little video and I, I explain to her beforehand what I'm doing. Um, and she gets it. She gets it. But I don't know. I... I don't know how people do it all the time, record themselves different places. And like, it's so uncomfortable. Um, I don't know. I feel, I felt, I felt super self-conscious about it. Like, I know you do some stuff. Um, I do it all the time. So you you can go ahead and say that. It's fine. Yeah. But like, I think that's part of it is I've gotten out of the habit of thinking about like social media feeds. Like I've just, I, like the last couple of months, I've just not been engaged. Um, and I'll all come back. Don't worry. I've been like, it just feels really awkward when you don't practice it. Um, so what kind of, what kind of tips do you have? Like, 
to get over that. Okay. Super interesting. So I also like at the beginning felt really awkward and I was terrible on camera and very like, and I was doing, I really started doing it. I was doing an internship with a media company like six years ago when I was asked to do like to make these little videos and stuff. And they just came out like very awkward (laughs) basically. And then I, it was like, um, the one woman who worked there, she was like a broadcaster. That was her, um, that was like her job. And so she like gave me tips on how to look more comfortable. Um, and so some of them were like to just like pretend that you're telling one of your friends the thing that you need to say. Right. Um, which I found like somewhat useful, but sometimes it was just really hard to get into that state of mind. Like if you're not used to it, because now I think, oh yeah, of course, like that's what, you know, like sometimes even now if I'm doing an Instagram story, it helps me to go, even though you're really not supposed to do this. But if I want to tell our audience something that we are announcing or something I'm excited about, I'll be like, Hey friends. Right. And then that puts me in the frame of mind of like, okay, I'm actually talking to the people who like are interested in the things that we're doing at Feisty and I want, I have something to let out that I want to tell them. And I think that it has value. And I think that's what like actually did it for me is that like, I actually think the thing that I'm saying matters, right? Like the thing, like, so, or sometimes even, even in a case where we're like, where we're selling something or something and like, but actually like, this is fun and it's exciting and we're doing like we as a company have this mission to create an empowering culture for women. So like, it's all part of this process. So it's like, if I connect to that part of like why I'm there and why I'm saying it and who I'm talking to and what I want to say, then I'm like, it's, a, it's easier to just feel a little bit more relaxed and authentic. Does that make sense? Okay. So that makes sense from like the professional standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you kind of like, I, I understand that part of what I'm, I do is marketing and like being comfortable with that. Um, But the average person on Instagram, like they might have a sweet video that they want to do of themselves, but they go to the crowded place and they're like, oh my goodness, there are all these people around. Like, I don't want people looking at me and being like, oh, it's that kind of person. Because they, you know, like, how do you avoid that awkwardness? Because I didn't want to get to the pool and have, like, strangers judge me because, oh, she's one of those who's, like, filming herself. Okay, yeah. Unpack that for me a little bit. Like, like, what is the, what are the things that you're connecting with that person? Like, like who's the person that films themselves that's being judged? Like, who are they? It depends on context. But I think the worst case scenario somebody who's like a total narcissist uh who thinks what they're doing is really important and special and blah 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 like everything needs to be documented <laughs> um and i just like i know none of our listeners would be that person <laughs> but like you know that you have that vision in your mind and you're like i don't want to be that person um, yes okay so you the next thing saying. is, I do know what you're saying. Okay. So I'm trying to think of like how I get over this for myself. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. Is it like, are there people who do videos online who you respect and think, oh, like they're doing, like they're doing it for the right reasons. And they're like, you know, that they're not narcissists. Like what's the other possible category? Mm. What's the good category for this? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. But if we're, t- we're talking probability, so if you, if you ran an analysis of everybody <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> I would say those people are in the minorities. <laughs> would you? Okay. Very interesting. Because I don't know. Like I, okay. So I guess. Okay. Maybe not. No. Yeah. So I was thinking about, okay, for example, like when we are building and um, right now we're building up the women's performance brand, mm-hmm. right? I've got like 10,000 odd people in this Instagram account. Um, and we follow influencers, quote unquote, in that space of like women's performance, but some of them are like experts in certain, you know, like, so for example, um, there are some really cool Instagram accounts in that space, the well HQ, uh, faster. That's Stanford project. 
Um, the, there was a woman I interviewed a few weeks ago called Alyssa Olenek. She's a um, PhD-ish uh, exercise physiologist. Um, there are a few where they're like talking into the camera, right? Or there are a group of women who t- give up the information because they are the experts in their field. They give the information. And I like respect them. And they're trying to give good information to people who need it, um, which kind of explains the education side, but you could make that same argument for, for entertainment. Like you could, if somebody's like, if somebody genuinely is, is funny and entertaining and they're genuinely want to like make other people laugh. That's also like, I feel like that's coming from a good place. Like just, they're using their talents. Yeah. I guess, I guess the image I have in mind of somebody who brings a camera poolside to take their own video or photos it's like the the awkward like pose like on my tippy toes like show off my butt you know like that kind of influencer rather than somebody who actually has something to say or contribute okay i i will tell you i'm not very judgy on these things cuz i'm the person pulling out my camera all the time at the pool but like if you <laughs> if, if you were to turn around and put your butt to the camera <laughs> stick it at a certain angle i might judge you i might that's what i'm saying (laughs) i might not but i might depending on (laughs) but maybe that's my problem like that's probably my problem right well yeah i i guess i guess i just like anytime i have to do stuff like that i have this vision of there's an account called influencers in the wilds Mm -hmm. and it's basically Photos and video of people setting up shots or taking videos in public places, making total fools of themselves, and just lack of self-awareness. And that's what goes through my mind. Is somebody just being like, oh my goodness, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I, I'm Not gonna, that okay. I'm like twerking poolside. Um, <laughs> But even if you were, I think I'm going to go back to my point that like where I just caught myself out on judging someone else, taking a picture of their ass on like, like that's my problem. Like, I think that the problem lies with the judger. Right. And I think, I also think, first of all, I think genuinely like the world would be better off with more Sarah true in it. Oh, thank you. Instagram. Right. And people do want to hear from you. People find you to be very authentic. Right. And so like, I don't. So if someone is going to judge you by not knowing you, I feel like that's just a dis. That's more about them than you because they're feeling negatively somehow. Yeah. So this is why I may have gotten called an asshole, not even remember, because like I can't shut down that little judgy voice (laughs) that's like, yeah, but why are you like twerking and shaking your booty in public places? (laughs) (laughs) but then again like it really doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. but i just wouldn't want to like i wouldn't want people to misunderstand me like if if that genuinely makes somebody happy awesome but i wouldn't want to be lumped into that category i'm sorry so maybe that makes me judgy no no i want to be understood sarah i want to be understood (laughs) But then all you have to do is be authentic yeah. in the video that you're being asked to produce. Unless I'm trying to be funny because I can't twerk. <laughs> that okay. would be funny. I'm thinking right now of a very, of a very specific. <laughs> yeah, see, that would be funny, right? So that's exactly it. Like, I'm thinking of a specific example where Karen and I did a, did a TikTok on like literally on the side of like an outdoor big, a massive popular outdoor pool in Vancouver like in the heat of summer, there's like hundreds of people there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Karen and I do this TikTok, right? And like, honestly, it was like, first of all, my number one reason is like, it was so fun. Yeah. Right. But secondly, like, we're kind of making fun of ourselves. Right. We're kind of like, I don't know, there's a piece of it. And there's a piece of it that's that part of me is like, hey, yeah, like, but we're like, we're 40 and we can also be funny too. Yeah. So or in our forties, <laughs> I, I, re- I, res- I respect that. Like who cares? 
what assumptions other people are making. You know your own intention. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what you have to be true to. Okay. All right. That was helpful. Thank you. I kind of get a little kick too out of like, if someone is judging me, like they don't know. Yeah. You know, like literally, you know. Yeah. Someone doesn't know that like all of your sport accolades, why you've been asked to do this video on deck, uh, why you... Um, you know, where you're going next, like to a class at your PhD, you know, program, like, you know, they don't know who you are and the things that you're doing in your life. And like, if they did, they probably just wouldn't judge you anymore. So. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all much harder on ourselves than other people are. Let's be honest. So it probably is absolutely nothing. And like, nobody would even notice uh, other than Alyssa who'd be like, what are you doing? Which is awesome because it's Alyssa. Right. And and so Alyssa helped you. Is she a camera woman? No, because she was doing she's been doing these crazy long swims. So I don't Oh, because of her yeah. swim run thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you couldn't even stop her. You're like, I can't wait for the five hours it takes for you to do your well, swim. Like, she offered, but she had more important things to do. So how did you do the video? Oh, you're just gonna have to wait and see. Oh, we're gonna have to follow Orca to find out, or does it go on yours? I think I have to put on my, but like, I don't know. I just set it up and talk to the camera. Hmm. I don't, when the camera's going, I don't mind. Like, I don't care. It's the whole, like, what does a stranger see? And what assumptions are they making about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? I know, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I can't, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. You own your shit, man. Own That's my shit. Own my yeah. shit. Got yeah. it. Done. <laughs> That's my advice. On to the next topic. I knew you'd be a good person to ask that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So Sarah, I want to thank you, first of all, for your um, advice last week about my multiple life goals problem, like whether I can continue to have like goals in every category. Right. I realized that I do need a caveat there. Okay. Is that you still have to have priority, like you have to prioritize those goals. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not like your CrossFit goals, if they can't get in the way of your career goals. Right. You, know, you gotta, you gotta keep things in check. So this is where like, maybe there's a little, okay. I have a few, I have a, I have a couple follow-up questions Ooh, for you. Right? Okay, go for <laughs> I it. think you're a good person to give advice in this area. Like, first of all, I do. I, I think that what is actually happening and the reason I'm asking that question in the first place, cause I'm like, of course I know the answer. Like, yes, you can have multiple goals or you could, I think one of the reasons I'm having trouble is because, because of my knowledge of like triathlon, how I trained, how I became decent at it, et cetera. Right. I find it really hard to like find a middle ground. Like it's very easy for me to go to use CrossFit as an outlet for like stress release or a bit of fun when I'm not without any expectation as a balance to the rest of my life. That's an easy category. As soon right. as I try to start being better, it's like I'm having trouble understanding like how to create that correct boundary around it. That's like not because as soon as I start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I know how to get like, I don't know if I, I don't think that like I could be really good at it, but I know how to get there. Or I at least know I have a sense of like what it would take to be like my best at CrossFit, whatever that would look like. Right. And somewhere way, way back from that (laughs) is where I have to set my boundary. Right. Right. right, So I have to find this kind of middle ground between like just this relaxing, fun pastime Mm -hmm. and like having goals that actually like fit into the time that I have for those goals. And I find that a little bit difficult, actually. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's finding goals that are actually reasonable based on everything else you have going on. Cause you don't want it to take over. Um, and you realize that this is something fun and you want to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I might be the wrong person to ask though. Um, <laughs> like, Yeah. You want to be CrossFit Games champion. Go right. Like it. it would almost be like easier if I was like. Win everything. Um, I suspect a few people would tell me, oh, Sarah, those are some misplaced goals. <laughs> you got. But like, 
it almost, even if I said it on a personal level, like even if it was like, I want to be the personal best I could be at CrossFit, whatever that looks like, that would, that's easy. Not that it's not easy, but that's easy for me to imagine how you goal set from there back, right? Because that's like the size of the goal I had in triathlon, for example, or like similar to the goal I have in business is like the, the goal is big enough that it's very all encompassing, right? But this is like this middle level goal that I'm like, uh, do I care to have a middle level goal? Which honestly is what probably the vast majority of our listeners like that resonates with them somebody knows how to do this Sarah somebody does yeah I mean but that's even like to lesser degree um I know the way with everything going on in my life like I'm not gonna be winning Kona um like I'm very realistic about that like I can't I can't you know have a toddler and be going to grad school and expect to be racing as well as I potentially could. Mm-hmm. So it's finding, like you said, finding goals that excite me in the sport, um, that get me out the door, that like provide that framework without it becoming overwhelming. Uh, cause that's the, that's the downside is you pick something too big and it's just not going to fit into your life. Um, right. like other parts of your life will suffer and it's just, it's not worth that trade-off. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know enough about CrossFit. Yeah. What, but what is, what is your, it's not, a, is, is he a coach? Your CrossFit brewery? Like what is. <laughs> it's coach. Yeah. He's a coach, but it's not like, a tra- it's like, it's like the guy who owns the gym also just coaches all, most of the classes over there. Um, I also have a coaching qualification in CrossFit too. But I, okay, as you're talking, I'm like, okay, it's kind of like settling in, right? It's like, obvi- like it's actually quite obvious because there's a, there's a ton of even like movements in CrossFit that I can't do. Yeah. And I can't lift very heavy. Yeah. Right? Like I just, and and so there's like lots of like micro things that would be like- um, Satisfying. Proce- yes. That would be like yeah. process goals. Well, process goals, but also like, could you say that you've done a few of these CrossFit competitions. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know enough about the scoring to know how translatable it is from one event to another. So could you say like, all right, this is what I scored last year and this is what I want to score next year. Interesting. Um, And not having it be like crazy, but knowing that like you'll be more well-rounded that would be the goal is that the events that you didn't score as well in like trying to boost those. Um, there are, there are not so much scoring, but there are things like that. Like, so the couple things that come to mind for me are like, there are some movements that I can't even do. Like I can't do a strict handstand pushup. I can't do a butterfly, um, pull up. I can't do a bar muscle up or a ring muscle up. Like there are things I can't do also like, like honestly in by comparison to other people who like, get stronger faster or put on muscle mass more easily. Like I can get stronger. Like there's goals, even like within the context without a competition at all. And then there's like, when you're talking about competition, like the competitions I've done, I've been in like the scaled category, which means like the, the people who, (laughs) people who aren't very good. (laughs) It's like, like I could, so for this competition, I'm still deciding whether I'm going to go like in a master's they call it RX mm-hmm. category. And like the reason I've shied away from it before is typically because the, um, like the lifting is so some of the lifting standards are too heavy for me. Right. So I can like keep up like any workout that involves quite a bit of cardio. I can mm-hmm. usually like be fine. Um, although even right now my cardio is not that great cardio. I'm calling it cardio now, Sarah. Yeah, I'm I know. Fully, I know. Fully fledged. <laughs> yeah. I was it's, going to say, you've got the cardio stuff it's not. handled, so don't worry about that. It's, so when, not, it's not aerobic capacity anymore. It's right. cardio. <laughs> would it would it make sense saying like, okay, maybe this year I'm not quite ready for the Masters RX because there's other areas I'm not as well developed, but like next year I want to do a competition. Yeah, that could be it. Uh, yep. Okay. There's, there's stuff like that where it's like the That's level. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely I just need to find like kind of a mid range goal that that keeps me interested. You're absolutely right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that was so hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, because you are focused on what could I be? Like that's the that's the part that's exciting is realizing yeah. if you were all in, mm-hmm. how many gains you could make. But you also know that's just not it's not going to jibe with your other goals. Yeah, it's just not going to work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you. I feel like we cracked the code. Good job. Amazing. Amazing. I'll teach you how to be a social media influencer. Awesome. (laughs) You can teach me about goal setting. Love it. Okay. Let's take a little break. Oh, and then we'll talk about the CrossFit Open. Oh. As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur CrossFitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The AminoCo's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that AminoCo's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher, Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 230 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram-for-gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. Let's talk about Orca for a minute. In 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah and Feisty Media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com that's iron women the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts iron women 1515 at orca.com all right is this a crossfit or a triathlon ish podcast i don't know it's crazy we're today. skewing very heavy in CrossFit. Yeah, so I know. tell me tell me about this open Let's go for it. Okay. So first of all, from a business point of view, the CrossFit opens like brilliant, right? So what you have is like every week on Thursday at noon for three weeks, a workout drops. They do like a live presentation, right? And you watch two amateur athletes do the workout, two pros, they fly them over to wherever they're recording from. I should know, but I don't. And then you watch them do the workout. You, well, you can. You can just read what it is online. And then over the course of the weekend before Monday at 5 p.m., like hundreds of thousands of people around the world do the same workout. And then you're scored and you're like lined up like in, and it costs you $20 to enter. So it's very like easy to be part of this. And then they train up like at in every affiliate gym, they do like a simple little course where you can be trained to be a judge. And so everybody's just like, everybody just gets judged for this competition in their own home gym. 
Um, and so it's a, it's an amazing way to be like stacked up against like the rest of the world. It's also an amazing business model. Um, and it's really fun because then everybody online is like talking about the same thing, making jokes about the workouts. You're like watching people do workouts. So it's that, love it. that is really cool. Um, and I know like during COVID triathlon tried to do stuff that was from your own home. It doesn't, it doesn't quite resonate in the same way does it? No, it's hard. I was thinking about this in terms of triathlon too, because it's like, it's hard because it's further and it's the, you can't control the course. Whereas like in CrossFit, you're like in a, you're in a gym. And so you can control, there's like standardized, you know, the barbells, a standardized weight, the plates are standardized weights. The rig is like standardized the way, even like the bar width of it, like there's things that are, there's lots of standardized things in it, CrossFit gym. So it's easy for everyone to essentially execute on the same workout. Whereas like, if you send everyone out for like a 500 meter swim, 750, whatever it is, a 20 K bike ride and a 5 K run, like some people would have to just go up and down huge hills just to get out of their neighborhood. You know? Yeah. But even then, like once you do one virtual triathlon, you're probably not going to do one next week. So what's so brilliant, (laughs) but what's so brilliant about this CrossFit thing is like, yeah, for you said it's three weeks in a row. Like, of course you're going to do all three Mm -hmm. because you want to see what's next. And you want to see if like compared to other people the next week, you're better at that than you were the previous week. Mm -hmm. Like you want to see how you stack up. Um, So it's, it's the novelty aspect of $20. I mean, that's, Super affordable, but also you scaled up that much. They're making bank. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaking amazing. So then, and then it's also fun from like the community vibe. So for example, like, so Friday night this week, we're doing like, everybody's working out on Friday night and we're having a party at the gym. Right. And like gyms, like all over the world do this thing where everybody. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so I've really been enjoying it this year. I think in other years, actually, you said when you said, of course, everybody does all three, <laughs> like literally if touch wood, I make it through this week, it's the first year I've managed to do all of the workouts, but you would have wanted to. Yeah. Like in the I past. would have wanted to. Yeah. yeah. In the past, right. I think, um, it used to be before COVID it used to be five weeks, which is a lot. Um, and then I think the first year I, both years I was, I traveled somewhere. And just like, you can go to, that's the other thing. Like you can go do it at another CrossFit gym somewhere, but actually like, honestly, the hassle of it, again, that comes down to my commitment level. Like the hassle of finding a gym, going to a, like going and competing in an unfamiliar place was just like, a, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I love the social aspect of it. That's mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. How much fun. Yeah. I do All too. Right, so so, which week is this? My... Is this week one or? So I've done week one and two. Okay. And so today's Wednesday we're recording, but by the time people are hearing this, like it'll be Friday and that's hopefully the day that I will be doing the third workout. And tomorrow, um, the, the workout drops. So we're two in, I've done two. Can I tell you, Sarah? Okay. I'm going to give you my stats because I think this is hilarious. My, my, one of my friends is making fun of me because she's like, oh, how did you, how did you stack up? And wait, let me see if I can find it. In previous years, here's my athlete profile. See, it's all like CrossFit Ooh, app. I'm so pulling it smart. up for people at home. Here I am pulling up the CrossFit app to tell Sarah about my amazing accolades. Um, so <laughs> sorry, it's a bit. It didn't take me a minute to find this. I mean, I I couldn't do any of this stuff. I could do the cardio. Um, that's it. Even so, then, I don't know. It's something. It is hard, honestly. Like. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, here I have my stats from previous years. So in, in 2019, this this is my age group. So 2019 and 2020, I was in the women 40 to 44 category. And in 2019, I came 4,883rd. And in 2020, it came 6,067th. Okay. So this year, Sarah, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, when do you get to age up? They go in five-year age bands. Yeah. The okay. thing is, the, the thing that kind of like, for me in particular, it affects me, of course, is like the 
weight that you have to do, like doesn't change until you're 55. So like, what? I'm literally doing the same thing as like the elite athletes. Oh my God. Except just less, obviously. <gasps> mm-hmm. So right now, drum roll, I am in 1,746th place. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so a I, huge improvement. Yeah. Well, I remember the other years I missed a workout, so I would have scored zero. <laughs> oh, good point. Oh, that's a really good point. I don't care but, about that. I'm just going to take the fact that you improved. by Nonetheless, it, it is an improvement to show up to all three. Like if I do, if I end up, if I, I'm just saying if, because like, you know, you never know if you're going to get sick or you know how it goes, but right. so there you go. So I am, this is my only goal for this year is to be higher than 4,800 or whatever. It was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did they decide 55? I don't know. I find this to be a little bit arbitrary. This is another place where like, yeah, also like, because I have like perimenopause symptoms and now I see like yeah. how that I'm like, oh, it's like completely like as a woman, I'm suddenly like all this wackadoo shit going on. Right. right? That, that affects the way that I work out and that wouldn't affect, that would be different for men. Um, yeah. but yeah, 55. And then I think it just, and then after that, like, I'm not even sure that there's another cap. There might be one at 72, but like, again, totally arbitrary, not based on science. It feels very arbitrary in that way. And it does feel like, you know, you are competing against people. It's like in, if you imagine like an Ironman, like you're in an age group, but, and you're doing the exact same thing as the elite athletes are doing, but you're competing against people that are your age. So I think they would say that's the way it's the same. But like, for me, it does feel like the way that you lose, especially the way women lose muscle mass, like over time, like, I feel like there should be something. I feel like I should scale a little bit more. But. Yeah. Cause I, I would imagine within those five-year increments, if you're looking at the data, like mm-hmm. there are going to be five-year increments in which if you're at the tail end or start, I guess, like if you're at the young end, like mm-hmm. it you're at a disadvantage. Yeah. 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 So Hmm. super interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so it's been really fun. Yeah. Um, And I'm glad that I just like, that I'm, I don't know, like I'm putting a little more into it, you know, like I'm showing up more, I'm cheering other people in the gym. I'm like being part of it, being part of the fun. Oh, I love it. So have you already seen your exercises for tomorrow? No. So we Ooh. find out on Thursday. Oh, you find out on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you got to see them in advance. No, you get it like Thursday and then you have until Monday to do it and oh. put your score into the okay into the app. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So we'll see. Like sometimes it can come up with something that like it could come up with something like I can't even do. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but We'll see. Well, this time next year, maybe you can do some of this. Exactly. Because now I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to have some midterm goals that are achievable. Yeah. Well, I, I love, I love the idea of having physical exercises that are totally new to you. Like mm-hmm. that is super cool. Right. That right. is really fun. That's yeah. why it's fun. Cause you're like, yeah. Oh, I don't, you know, like this year, for example, like in the CrossFit games, they had like a sandbag, but they had to lift a sandbag up to their shoulder. Hmm. This was crazy, Sarah. I think the w- winning woman in that event lifted like a 250 pound <gasps> sandbag onto her shoulder. <laughs> like the insanity, the insanity. I might even have that wrong. It might even, it might even be heavier than that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And because then, if you picked up a sandbag, it's not easy to pick up. Just right. It's yeah. Super awkward. Oh yeah. my goodness. That's impressive. And now like, there's a lot of like the competition I'm going to in a couple of weeks has sandbags in it. Like there's just more like my gym. We didn't have sandbags previously. Now we have sandbags. So like since then there's been a lot more like sandbag <laughs> kind of work. So I've had to learn how to like pick up a sandbag, but like, even like a hundred pound sandbag is freaking heavy. Like. Mm-hmm. and wiggly wiggly and awkward <laughs> af and you're like it does not look cool like you're not like yeah i look great right now like i'm not putting this on social media <laughs> uh can you please <laughs> maybe <laughs> okay yeah, okay I, I would do that just because yeah yeah well because you just gave me a talk about who cares what other people think right and to that point because i've been putting like we've been putting 
I've been putting my workouts on social in a little video, right? Yeah. And like part of the reason, this is just just go full circle back to your thing. Like part of the reason I do it is because like I feel very like when I do, I feel very like ordinary, right? Like I'm just like an ordinary kind of person doing these things. Like, and so I feel like it's like then it just diversifies like what's on like what's online like you could watch like you literally like watch me doing slow burpees <laughs> if you want to because like that's it's not just like I could put like amazing pictures that make me look like I'm way more badass than I am but like at some point it's like okay but this is what the workout actually looks like like it's yeah. not that glamorous and I'm just Being like a ordinary person is super badass doing, too yeah like I just you know I hope that that like maybe helps other people I don't know that's what I'm thinking Yeah. No, I, I think you're right. Just because we get flooded with images that just aren't reflective of normal experience and yeah, Mm -hmm. power to you. Mm -hmm. Although there's, there are probably people who see that and they're like, oh, there's no way I could do that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that could be true too. Like I can't then control what people think, but there might be someone who relates to it, who previously was like, oh, I thought that it would be like a like a lot snappier <laughs> or whatever or like that you know they're used to seeing people with massive weights in their barbell but it's just me kind of doing a my little my little barbell <laughs> yeah well i i think that would be pretty pretty fun whether or not you put it on social that part's irrelevant but documenting for yourself like mm. the process of learning a new exercise just starting you cannot do it and then like six months down the road a year down the road when you feel competent and like being able to see like every month the progression I think it would be oh, yeah. really really rewarding oh yeah I should do that video yeah okay. I would love to see that actually oh, yeah cool okay okay I'm inspired now mm-hmm. oh good mm-hmm. well if any listeners have any other inspiring ideas please let us know. We always love your feedback. And we'll check you next week on If We Were Writing. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.